Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are the Harry Bikers and I'm your Uncle Dave. And I'm your Uncle Si. And when we're not biking around the country, cooking and chatting, we're here on the Agony Uncles podcast helping you to solve your everyday troubles and woes. Yeah, life could be a bumpy ride sometimes, but we'll help you smooth it over. Just contact us by sending an email to agonyuncles at theherrybikers.co.uk. That's agonyuncles at theherrybikers.co.uk. Posing the problems, as always, today is Mr. Mark Jeeves. Hello, Jeevesy. Hello, lovely to see everybody today. And uh, yes, it's, I have to say, uh, some of your reruns are coming up on uh, iPlayer, I think, at the moment. And they have sparked quite a lot of questions. So we're looking forward to podcast today. There's a couple of things involving some early splodging that you might have done and not even realised. But that's all coming up in the show today. Excellent. And here she is. Those shuttle of feet to our iron brew. It's posh tash. <laughs> hello, hello, boys. Are we all well? Uh, yes, very good. Yes, Thank you, Dolly. Yes, good, yes good. mistress. Yes. I was just going to say it was lovely to actually have the treat of seeing you in person this week and having a proper squeeze, not a Zoom squeeze. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was not as pleasant as it was for us. Because oh. no, you're a lovely good. person. Was oh, good. Great. I, I rubbed great some poshness off on them to see all the, the, the listeners now can realise they'll be slightly posher today than they would normally. Uh. There were two people at a book signing that were astonishingly disappointed that you weren't there. Because yes. one man who said, Oh, I've only come to see Posh Tash. <laughs> <laughs> My oh, one brilliant. fan did his job well. I paid him well. <laughs> yeah, there were several there, uh, several there, uh, Tash, several there. Uh. Uh, let's solve some problems. Yeah, Dave, let's get solving. Wingly, a jingly, fingly, thingily, wingly. Dingly, didong, bung, bung. Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Because I heard your advice is the best. And this week's melee of mishaps. Uncle Dave, Uncle Si and Posh Tash, you're going to be working your magic on these worries and woes. We have a curly sticky splodge. We have best friend bother. We have addicted to dating. And in confidential corner, we have Karma Sutra Chaos. But we're going to start with a curly, sticky splodge in two parts here. First of all, this was an email that came in uh, from Matt, who said, Good afternoon, Cy Dave, P. Tash. P. Diddy Tash. I see you've got an abbreviation now. And the Silver Duke. He said, What an amazing afternoon it's been. With permanently working from home and on a slow Friday afternoon, when I'd already exhausted my hairy biker fix from listening to the podcast, I switched on iPlayer and I saw that the full series of Hairy Biker's Vacation was available to stream. As I hadn't watched the whole series, I thought I'd give it a go. On episode four, you were in Eastern Europe and in Romania. And after catching up with Lil, you were making curly pie. Yes. All of a sudden, you were both very enthusiastically showing us and telling us how to splodge the cheese into the pie. And you kept on going on about splodging the cheese. To say I was in fits of laughter was an understatement. If only you knew what this actually meant at the time. (laughs) 
I highly recommend everyone to go and have a watch. So there you are, some early splodging. Do you remember that splodging? Uh, yes, and indeed yes. we did know what it meant. Oh. But <laughs> if you keep a straight face, you can get a subliminal message through to people <laughs> and share a wink, wink joke. You know? Ah, you see, Matt, that's what they were doing. And similarly, Kate wrote in about the curly pies as well. She said, when making curly pies, I can't stop my pastry from sticking to everything. It's like blue tack. It sticks to the rolling pin, my fingers, the worktop, everything. What am I doing wrong? Asks Kate. Curly pie, over to you. Uh, lack of flour, Kate. And you only, it's simple as that, really. Um, yeah, because it is a, sti a really sticky dough. And it's, um, but my goodness, when you get it right, it's worth the effort. So keep persevering. But just flour your hands. Or actually, sometimes I think Dave and I, we wet ours as well. Um, Pros. Yeah, and it's great. We just cater for the ignorant. What's a curly pie? It's a remaining traditional pie. And basically, it's like a phyllo pastry. Uh, but it's kind of, the filling can vary, but it's kind of twisted on the top and it looks curly by oh, the way you do the pastry. Ah, so it, good. Yeah, and you get curly pies at service stations or homemade. Oh, right. And we made them in a woodyard uh, in Maramoris, near where my in-laws live. Uh -huh. And all I remember that is because it was like a holiday as well, so that the guys who were the woodcutters who we were feeding the curly pie to were getting absolutely smashed. <laughs> it was a day off. Now, there was no loose, so I went for a pee. And I'm not lying. I went for a pee behind a lorry, like you do, in the woods. I'd be, you know, I was in the middle of my process. And all of a sudden I looked down and there was a wolf. Like Whoa. a wolf. And anyway, so I kind of zipped myself at one. <laughs> anyway, it was the woodcutter's pet wolf. Oh. Apparently it was quite normal. Oh. You know, but I just remember it's one of those things like, a wolf? A wolf, yeah, I'm having a wee-wee. That's like but, a fairy um, tale. That's like a, one of those things you give kids, you know, teaching a little boy not to go to a wee in the woods because the wicked wolf will get your willy. <laughs> <laughs> For poor old Kate then, sticky uh, sticky pastry just means more flour needed. Is that right? Yeah, and also grease your tin as well so it doesn't stick to the tin. Well, mm. grease and flour, actually, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Curly pies, yeah. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But best served with a wolf. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I bet yours went pretty curly pretty bloody quick as soon as you saw that wolf. <laughs> it's just, holy sh what? Oh, it's brilliant though. It, it, there's such a unique culture up there that's that's oh, it, It's wonderful. Oh, Absolutely yeah. wonderful. It's a world of wood chippings and uh, ornate gates and oh, yeah. it's just off the scale. Good. And you know, like, real men with wood choppers. Yeah. And, and like, you know, and there's kids selling puccini mushrooms by the side of the road oh. for like for nothing but you They're know the really good puccini mushrooms from the woods and uh, still get bear steaks there as well wow. i had it the ursus that's that's romanian for bear do you know there's a bit of a, a roller coaster of a conversation there because one minute you're going oh in romania the curly pie is delicious like oh it must go and there's a wolf mustn't go oh and there's gorgeous little hunky men and it's beautiful it must go oh and it's and, and i've still gone do i go to romania don't i go to romania yes go <laughs> yeah, go, go. 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 Brilliant. Only beautiful. brilliant very hospitable okay very 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 good people there we go and uh, kate good advice for you there food makes, makes everything better, better. Our next problem is called a best friend bother. And for this, we need one lady's name. It's time to head to the single name queen of the podcast. Oh, she's pulling a very uh, 
think yeah. learned face there. Because no, I don't think about it too far in advance. I thought about it while you were talking about the last problem. I uh -huh. looked across and there's a piece uh -huh. of material in front of me today. Uh -huh. And I've decided to call her Fern. Fern? Fern. What, what, the material has sort of ferns on it. That'll do, probably. yes. I thought we were going to call a cardboard. Curtain. <laughs> Fern writes, Dear Agony Uncles, the Duke and the Posh Lady, Jamie was my best friend through high school, college and university. We spent all our time together, we learnt guitar together, we got each other through breakups and both of our families loved each other too. Now Jamie was never super successful with relationships like myself until Jenny came along. He was enamoured with her, so with open arms, she was, of course, invited on nights out, meals, etc. And I thought, we all got along. I then introduced Jamie and Jenny to my college and uni friends, who had also found that they got along. So as one big group, we'd all go out for food, nights out, and have a lovely time. That was until one night when I checked my social media to discover pictures of them all out in town together without me. I, I was shocked. I messaged my best friend Jamie, asking what was up. No reply. I messaged one of the other gang. No reply. Sad, I know, but I decided to draw a line under it. Just assume they'd bumped into each other. I was wrong. As the days passed, I had no reply to several messages and had been thoroughly pushed out of the group with no reason. What? The others I, I didn't care about too much, but my best friend, who I, I saw as a brother and I'd grown up with, well, I was heartbroken. Time passed and I moved on. I'm now 33. I'm in a good job and came out, I'm happy with my life, I'm living with my partner who I intend to ask to marry me this year, and that's where the problem comes in. I woke up yesterday to a message from Jamie on my Instagram asking if we could meet up for a coffee and reconnect. He's married to Jenny now. I honestly, I don't, I don't know if I need that back in my life, but I would like answers. What do you think? Ignore the message and move on or give him a chance? Thanks for everything you do. The podcast is my happy place. Always gives me a good laugh every Friday. Says Fern, over to you. I'd ignore it and move on. I think I agree. I have to say, I think he's happy. It happened in the past. Uh, and even you may not even get the answers you want anyway, if you asked it and, and you don't, you don't need it. Why, why add it? Is it, does it add anything to your life? Really? I don't think it does. So I also would ignore it. In words of that great song, once bitten, twice shy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, what would you do? I mean, it depends how desperate she is, I suppose. It depends how desperate Fern is to get well, the answers. Well, she's not now, is she? She's got a new partner, about to get married. Everything's lovely. Why upset the apple cart? Yeah. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I would... I would I'm with the gang. I'd probably just leave it well alone because there's nothing you can do to change history. It's just... That's it. Either that or fall him up and have it out with him before you go any further. Right, what was going on then? Before we go any further, before we go to this, explain what was going on because you're causing many years of hurt. And he's either going to lie, clam up, or there'll be a reason for it. Either way, you know, it might give you some sense of closure. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it may maybe benefit the doubt. It's been eating him away for years and years and years too. And now he has seen that she's in a happy place and it's the time he wants to confront it and say something. So I can see why she'd be inquisitive. I also think, though... Is it going to change anything, really? Do you really want him back in your life as a best friend? You've got a partner now that should be your best friend anyway. I just, it worries me. Do you need months and worries and phone calls and upset and the panic when it's not going to add that much to your life again? You've been fine without him for now. How, does there any time scale to it? 
Yeah, yes. I mean, she says she's 33 now, and this was while they were sort of friends, got out of uni. So I'm guessing. Oh, God, that's yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. I'd probably, I think Dave's, uh, Dave's probably right. I, I, I'd probably give him a ring and go, yeah, listen, before we reconnect, because you know, as Dave was saying, it's a load of hurt. But bear in mind, live for a day. You're happy today. Yesterday's been and gone. You don't know what's around the corner tomorrow. Yeah, So agreed. just live for today and enjoy what you've got. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's true. very easy as well to have this sort of idyllic, romantic movie view in your head that you reconnect and there'll be a bit of tears and it'll be over coffee and all be best friends again. But rarely do movies play out like that in real life. And yeah, yeah, I think today you're happy. Live for it. Yeah, what about your new partner? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Once, once you've been dumped. Ta-ra. Firm, fern, but fair. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, God, he's good, isn't he? He is good. Handsome, too. <laughs> <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you've got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony, uncle's a line. Our next problem is called Addicted to Dating. For this, we need one lady's name. Uncle Dave, a lady's name, please. Betty. Betty. Writes in, says, Dear Agony Bikers. Interesting combination there. Agony Bikers. Agony Bikers. <laughs> Am I a lost cause? Asks Betty. I'm in my 40s. The longest relationship I've had was 14 months. That's not to say I'm lonely. I've just had lots of relationships. I love the first bit. The meeting, the flirting, the butterfly tummies, the dating. It's all so exciting. As soon as the relationship gets safe, though, I'm off. I did try in the 14-month relationship. We even moved in together. But I ended up having a fling with someone else, getting caught and blowing it up. Oh it's not that I'm afraid of commitment. Just that I can't imagine losing all of those fluttery first love feelings and all that excitement and never having them again. The older I get, though, the more I know I'll have fewer opportunities for new love. So how do I make myself fall in love for keeps? Any idea? Asks Betty. Over to you. Oh, Betty. <laughs> Ooh, Betty. You are a one, aren't you? You'd be a nightmare to go out with you. Oh, I'd be like juggling dynamite. <laughs> Living on the edge. Is it going to be my yeah. last day? Is it going to be my last day? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Kingy, what do you think on this one? Well, I tell you I tell you what the crack is. So you get addicted to it. It's 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 abs it's absolutely in your head. So what happens is that your subconscious is telling you one thing, oh this is great, well, yeah, but uh, so actually Betty, you are absolutely you have an aversion to commitment for absolute sure so don't kid yourself to tell you that you haven't the whirly girly girly googly bits and and that that both men and women feel you 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 get addicted to it it's 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 an emotion that you that you need and want and require however that's not great in terms of interpersonal communication and, and interaction is it because you had 40 months you go and sleep with somebody else because you want that feeling again and then you're hurting somebody's feelings or you're doing this or you, you know so it's it's just this perpetual circle so you know you've just got to grow up emotionally a little bit and actually make the commitment and just go and and do it 
um, and and put those things to one side. Try and put your emotions and energies into keeping the the relationship interesting and alive after fourteen months, as opposed to binning it. It's uh, yeah, that's my take on it. A bit heavy, I know, but that yeah, I think that's uh, yeah. that's about right. I think you the the oh, we all know it. That little first initial buzz and well, it's lovely, isn't it? it? It's lovely, and it doesn't it doesn't it can't last forever because it's not realistic. But you you find it in a different guise as your relationship matures. Yeah, you 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 find somebody that gives you those flutters in other ways, or you're just glad you have them in your life. And I I don't know. There are still times with my husband and I when actually. <laughs> When he's at work, you know, he still calls and we've always called in the day at work yeah. once a day for something, not a big chat, just a hi, you all right, you all right, see you later. Bizarrely, that phone call is like a little little highlight of the day. When he's in the house, can't stand him, just a note. But actually, when he's not in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that there's some people, I know somebody in particular, that, um, you know, once they're single, they can't bear being single. They've got yeah. to get back in the rat race. Mm. And I think sometimes you make bad decisions to go for the the first bus that comes around the block. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's even more easy with all these dating websites and, and the, the, this kind of Tinder addiction, you know. You, yeah. you see it. In, yeah, you're right, Dave. You're right. You it's know, very easy to get the fix. Out. Yeah, what's what's kind of wrong with being on your own for a bit and sorting your stuff, stuff out, you know? Um, you know, then maybe not just blunder from one to the other, looking for something which may not not be what you're after, you know. And also it's painful. You know, it's painful for everybody involved. It's just, it's, it's horrible if you, you know, or you may be, you know, just as bachelors are committed bachelors, you may be uh, a, a, a woman of the same ilk. It, 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 there's no there's no rules, but all you sound like you're just, you're kidding yourself a little bit. And I and I and that's the that's the dangerous bit because then you never move on from that. So you need to you need to have a really good talk to yourself and actually just decide what what it is you actually want. Because as Tash and Dave said, there's no that that fluttery bit doesn't last. And 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 but as you were saying, Tash, you find it in different ways, don't you? And she could also say to the partner, "Look, I just think you should know if she finds someone she really likes." You, you say to them, look, I think you should know I've got a really bad track record. I love this buzz. I love the excitement. I want to feel romanced and excited. So can we work on that to take our relationship forward? Because I don't want it to end. And she has to then to speak to them. And they come up with an idea of once a week of flirting or asking her out on a date or telling her how beautiful oh, she is. Oh, that's too much like hard work. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't bring to relationship for that, for God's sake. Yeah, that's why You're it disappears. simplicity, warmth and loveliness. <laughs> you don't go, it's not a mission. Do you know what I mean? No, we don't want that. You know, as soon as somebody puts the boundaries up, bloody like no. No, you oh. just uh, no. It needs have to be, a laugh. Uh, yeah, at least you need to have a laugh and be pretty, and it just needs to be pretty organic. If you've got to work your cojones off at it, and you're like lying awake with one eye open at night, and, and <laughs> trust me, I've been there. It's uh, it's not a. Uh, it's 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 just it's it's tough. She's probably picking the wrong person every time. She needs to pick the right person, and she wouldn't even think about ending it because that buzz will just naturally be there anyway. Ah, oh, but maybe she likes the wrong person. Yeah, you oh. see, that's a lot of people thing. like that who go for the badens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll do, yeah, 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 we do. And 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 yeah, I just think a little bit of maturity and a little bit of having to talk to yourself to actually get what you want. And if you come to the decision where actually I love the buzz, I'll give, I'll, I'll keep it. Go- then that's fine if that's the way they want to live your life. But don't end up being sixty and going. I wish I hadn't done that yeah. because yeah. those were the choices that you made then and you've lived with it. So 
I but why stop at 60? You can't well, exactly. then, you know. <laughs> just because the snow on the roof doesn't mean the fire's out. No, that's true. Very right. true. Very true as well. Yeah. So when you hit 85 and you somebody and it's rice pudding night in the home, you go, oh, bugger, I've had a great time. <laughs> I but then Give in the home, jam. You, but in the home, you can always find somewhere to share your rice pudding with. Exactly. Oh, I was going to say there's a very different type of buzzer in a home as well. It's a buzzer for help. <laughs> that's my buzz now. <laughs> I love that. I always love to hear those stories of like you know people in their eighties and you know yes. finding each other eventually and just spending. I love oh, that. Oh, they got married. Yes, get in, man. We we found that when we did meals on wheels, didn't we? There's yeah. people in their eighties. So you had a few quid in your health. You'd have a blooming good time. And your nineties as well. Mm. It really was. That was the thing. It was a bit of money helped and and your health. And beyond that, the world was your cockle. I did Meals on Wheels as well, I used to deliver. And I used to visit this lady who was 90. And she, every year at Christmas, she'd ask me to pack a suitcase because um, she was going away for Christmas. But she wasn't going anywhere. She hadn't Aww. got anybody. And it broke my heart every year. And I sit and chat to her. And I, she was lonely. I mean, she was older. But I couldn't bear the loneliness. Like, I just, it, I couldn't bear it. But you don't want to be that. You want to be there packing your suitcase with somebody extraordinarily moving advice thank you tash that's fab and it does kind of lead on to confidential corner so we'll just have a little jingle well if you're down if you're down now don't get drunk don't get drunk just send an email to the agony uncle and now it's time for confidential corner this is called karma sutra chaos Excellent. And for this we need one a male and one female name and the male and female name it would be perhaps more uh, interesting if they were on the slightly elderly side. Arthur. Arthur. And Eunice. <laughs> Arthur and Eunice. Dear Agony Uncles and Tash, I am Eunice and my partner is Arthur. We're both in our 60s but haven't been together for long, only about a year. Brilliant. Despite our age, we're both enjoying the most sexually fulfilling partnership of our lives. It really is never too late. Wow. Now, my first husband was a Saturday nighter. And Arthur's <laughs> partner was a birthday and Christmas-style relationship. With us, though, we're at it like bunnies and loving every minute. Well, we were. Uh, we bought a copy of the new Karma Sutra to try something new, and it was great until we tried the bridge. Bloody hell! Oh, God, what is that? Well, we reached the required position and had fully bonded. But then the doorbell went, causing Arthur to twist round quickly, wrenching his back which then locked in position. <laughs> because he had helped me to get onto him, I couldn't then get off as I was stuck solid. Uh, the doorbell uh, rang again, so I shouted for the person at the door to come in. <gasps> it was Arthur's best friend, uh, Graham, returning a lawnmower. However, we were stuck, so I had to call on Graham to come upstairs and help us, which he did, to his credit, once he'd recovered from the shock of seeing us, but it was all very embarrassing. Arthur is recovering after a few physio sessions and we're both laughing about it now, but we haven't spoken to Graham <laughs> oh, since. How on earth can we face him? Over to you. Well, you've gone public now, Eunice. You might as well go and see Graham. Cup of tea and just say, look, we're making up for lost time, mate. I'm dead sorry, but you're really handy in a crisis. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, when you get locked on your certain parts, you, well, you, you need help, don't you? Well, it's better than calling the fire brigade, I suppose, isn't it? You know, what I mean? somebody, you know, at least he's your mate. 
Yeah. I mean, it's brilliant. I mean, there's a lot to unpick in that letter. I love it. But um, I well, just... Well, look like we was trying to unpick Arthur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a problem, isn't it? <laughs> um, but I think Graham's a hero. They need to go round with gifts and lavish him and go, thank you so much. You Take totally... him out for dinner. He might be frightened. Yeah. I think it was like for a threesome. Yes. <laughs> He thought he was going to get caught. He was going to get invited and yeah. stripped. It was the other pontoon in the bridge. <laughs> you don't want to be that. Don't want to be the third leg. <sighs> Do you want to go under me or over me? Which one? <laughs> oh, God. Who, who's the river? Oh, so it's Spaghetti Junction. God. <laughs> Oh, it was very supple, though, Eunice. It was very supple. Yeah, no, yeah. very. It is quite remarkable, that, the bridge. Dear Good grief. What is the bridge? Talk about, the I bridge? don't know what the bridge is. I don't know. Well, it's a, You're it's... speaking with some authority. No, no, no. I just, it's just I've got a copy. And, you oh. know, you every now and then you have a look at it just to kind of refresh yourself, you know. Bible. It's, uh, I wonder if I've got a picture. Hold on. Oh, maybe, oh. Anyway, it's, uh, yeah, no. It, so, there has to be a level of support, I think. So, if it's the one that I'm thinking of, it's, an, it's, it's rather like an arched back. So... That that way, you see. Uh-huh. Male and then or female? It's, uh, uh, male. Male of the bridge. Yeah, and then the fee the f- yeah. It's not. I don't really want to get into this. Really, <laughs> it's um. If you think of a reverse cowboy but upside down, that's kind of pretty much. Wow. What we're talking about. Oh, it just sounds bloody I think, uncomfortable. I think Dave's Googling Dave's Googling it. it. Hold on. I'm, I'm not looking it up. My children get hold of my phone. They'll be thinking, what have I been doing? I've been working really hard today, kids. Really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Look hold at them on. both. Look at, if, if there's, anyone who's just listening. Yeah, yeah, anyone's just listening. These two boys are now on their phones. Oh, they good old They're Googling. Right, the, the bloke's like... Um, oh, is, it, is it that one, Dave, that I'm thinking of? The reverse cowboy, but backwards. It's, it's what... It's what you used to do in gymnastics, you know, with your, yeah. like the, the crab. Put your head back that way, yeah, like a crab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the then, crab, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the bloke's doing the crab. I can't see you doing that, Kingy, ever. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you're kidding us, dude. You, you, not, without a, not without an engine hoist. Not without Graham outside. Uh, uh, the lady gets on top in a kind of rawhide kind of fashion. Yeah. Oh, God, but then you've got to really hold. Fella. Yeah, you've got to hold your stance, really. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you've got to have, you, you know, you haven't got that sort of inner core strength. Arthur's, Arthur will be more like Iron Man than a pensioner. Crikey, <laughs> <laughs> heck. Oh, Arthur, well done. Ooh, Arthur. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it was well, worth putting your back out, Arthur, for this. The, the nation has respect. Yeah. But how did he put his back out? She, well, she, I know she how he's put top. his back out, but... Well, she must do the moving. It's not much yeah. you can do, is there? You're, you're locked. Well, no, it's because stuck. you've got... Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what does help, though. The, the, oh, shut up, Kitty. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it there. We're in a very I'll different you, podcast yes, group yeah, here now. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I do, I'm still going to stand by that Graham is clearly traumatised, jealous, mortified... Um, waiting to knock on the door again, just see if he can help again. There's, no, there's no, I wouldn't say jealous. He's probably kind of mortified. Yeah, mortified. One would be mortified. I think so. You know, on, on all on all grounds, had it been like one of us finding the other one, there would be a level of mortification rather than. Do you um? Do you think that Eunice wanted to lust. show? Yeah, exactly. Do you think Eunice wanted to show off because she's had this newfound sex life, and maybe she just went, "Come in, come in." Let's go look where I find myself nowadays. You see, that's 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 what I was thinking about. I I I I I just show you. It, uh, it's that one. 
Poor Lordy. Yeah. Right. Is okay. that what yeah, you're looking at, did you? Aye, aye, aye. That's yeah. the fella in, like, the crab yeah. position. Yeah, yeah. Well, no wonder the poor bugger put his back out, yeah. I know. That's where they respect. But, you know, I thought Eunice was slight of build. Either that or... Bye, Cracky Heck. Well, have you left us speechless, Eunice, now? Yeah. 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 Go and help Graham. Go and thank him. Take him around a lovely recipe from the Hairy Bikers oh, in yeah. one of their pans and thank them. He, and he won't believe how lucky he is to get that. Yeah, yeah bridge rolls. <laughs> <laughs> if your life's in a mess, then the email address is the agony uncles at the hairy uk. Yeah. Well, that's it for another episode. Thanks so much for listening to us on the Agony Uncles podcast. Yes, do keep your emails coming in uh, to agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. We love them. We read them and we are generally grateful for getting all of that wonderful plethora of loveliness. And like Arnold Schwarzenegger, we will be back next Friday. So follow or subscribe to us and don't miss it. So from Posh Tash. Bye-bye. The Thin White Duke. Oh, uh, goodbye. And from me and me best mucker. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.